0: Okay, you're yeah,
1: record. I
0: like a little soft intro. Hi! Almost modern live. A podcast so butch. So massive. Almost modern live. A podcast. Are we surprised? No, but do we expect it? Yes. Recorded in front of a live studio audience. Like, like maybe not. No. <laughs> Was that as good for you as it was for me? Yeah, no. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. We are joined with a very special guest, one of the drag children from the show We're Here, which we've been yeah. talking nonstop about, I feel Absolutely. like, all season. They're, they're <laughs> our, like our sisters at this point. Yes. Um, but please welcome Dustin Van Dyke. Yay. Hi. Dustin, we are so excited to see uh, to see you here, to have you here Um, You are actually in the grand finale episode, so it hasn't come out yet, Um, but we were able to get a little bit of a sneak peek. Now, um, I did want to ask you to just to tell us just a little bit about yourself, just because like I said, people haven't met you yet, but they are about to, of course.
2: (laughs) Yeah. So um, as Tyler said, my name is Dustin. Um, Dustin Van Dyke is my performer name mm-hmm. I am I just turned 27 last weekend happy birthday. happy birthday thank you and I have what is called fastic quadriplegic cerebral palsy that does make it to where I have to use a wheelchair to get around mm-hmm. it's For clarification, it's not the same as being paralyzed. I get Mm -hmm. that a lot. Um, Mm -hmm. People, you know, think that I can't feel my body. Mm -hmm. I can feel my body very much so. It's just more of a communication between the brain and the body. Mm -hmm. Like a misfire type of situation. Mm -hmm. Um, So I am dependent on um, my best friend, JT um who is my caregiver as well
1: to help
2: me you know with daily things but I try not to let it stop me if I have yeah
0: no it hasn't stopped you yet (laughs) I mean I think the thing too that my my favorite thing is like they basically intro you on the show but like you're already like oh I'm I perform I like I'm on stage like I'm already performing like I can't tell you I had like a 13 hour like panic attack because I had to say 15 words on a stage the other day. Granted, I have a podcast (laughs) and teach class uh, like a class, but it was very different. So already mad respect for you. Yeah,
2: it is. And honestly, I'm not going to lie. Even though I have done this, um, it is kind of intimidating and scary every time because let's Mm -hmm. be real. With me, I mean, we have a diverse group here in Grand Junction. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I am within our groups because we have—we're not all one big group anymore, really. It's kind of separated. I don't know what happened because I was MIA <laughs> for that.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But we have people with different abilities. Mm-hmm. Um, I typically yeah, I can use the term disabled and it doesn't, like, offend me necessarily, mm-hmm. but with the connotation and the reaction I get, I've started to use differently able" mm-hmm.
1: because yeah. that's all like it that.
2: is. Mm-hmm. And so, and I talk a lot about that on the show, and that's the term that you hear uh, used more often than not. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Because I feel like it's more of an uplifting term. Yeah. Rather than, hey, Mm -hmm. you have this issue. Um, But, you know, I am the only one within, because technically, if you want to think about it with the way things are now, we have two communities within Grand Junction. One is Delta Pride, which um, I will get into that in a bit um and one is just here in Grand Junction like in the Grand Valley and so i'm part of both of those um but within that i am the only one in my specific circumstance that mm-hmm. is noticeably different visibly different you know mm-hmm. right now i'm sitting at home and Obviously, people won't be able to see this, but (laughs) I am in a power chair right now, Mm -hmm. which is where I am most independent. And, Mm -hmm. you know, normally, drag shows, I'm in a manual chair.
3: Oh, interesting. Now,
2: because we don't have a vehicle that Mm -hmm. allows for big, heavy power chair. Mm -hmm. So I have to use a manual and I cannot Mm -hmm. push myself because... One side is stronger than the other, so I'd end up going in a circle. So a lot of <laughs> yeah, the huh. time, when I actually perform, you know, it's in a manual chair, and I lock my brakes, and I—it's just all my upper body,
1: mm-hmm. which from what is. I
2: can a- do.
0: Uh, we have seen the performance. It is a serve. Yeah. I'm very glad that they were able to get your chair up there because the hydraulics oh, definitely t- do come into play, which yes. I will not
2: spoil. Yes. No, no. That was... <laughs> let me tell you something right now. Because when Bob... Bob was my mentor. Uh-huh. Oh, missed them so much.
1: Yeah. Um,
2: yes. And so when I showed them that because this chair this power chair can do all sorts of fancy stuff Mm -hmm. when i showed them that this is a feature they're like (laughs) oh we have to work that in there (laughs) yes yeah (laughs) they asked me they're like well would you prefer your power chair or your manual chair and i was like uh power chair definitely
1: yeah Yeah. like
2: if i could take it everywhere i would and um Thankfully, we were able to get things worked out where that was possible. Thank God. Shout out to everybody on the crew that I worked (laughs) with. And uh, Millennium Services, who is my normal transport for stuff like this. Um, But we were able to work things out. So thank
1: God. It really
2: made a difference and it made it a lot easier. And I felt... Like I could focus more in my performance and engaging with the crowd, and
1: yes,
3: I would love to see someday a uh, a performance of Defying Gravity with Mm -hmm. the hydraulics.
2: yes (laughs) I will do that. I will.
3: It's on the list. We expect to see it. Yes, yes, Uh, yes. So, what can you tell us about like how you got started as a drag performer? Um, like when and, and where and how did yeah, that happen in, really in Grand where? Junction?
2: Well, I'm going to backtrack to give you a bit of my backstory and my background so that yeah, it yeah. makes more sense because it's easier for me that way too. Mm-hmm. Um, First of all, prefacing all this, those out there listening, those who know me, those who don't, um, I I am a trans male I mm-hmm. was born female so that plays a lot into this um so when I first started drag I didn't know a thing about it like growing up like my household was very very conservative religious strict like especially once my parents divorced and I was with my biological father.
0: Mm-hmm. Like always a fun place to be, isn't it?
2: <laughs> well, and we were we were living in Montrose at the time, mm-hmm. which is about an hour from where I am. Mm-hmm. And uh then decided they decided to move to my step-parent, my stepmother, and my father decided to move me and my two younger siblings and My stepmother's daughter to Nebraska, where my biological father's elderly parents were living.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: Now, that town, population like 500, maybe. Okay. Ah. Uh. Gross, gross, (laughs) (laughs) horrifying. church on every corner, mostly Mm -hmm. elderly people. When I originally moved there, you know, like here we have K through five is elementary and then six through eight, middle, and then nine through 12, you're in a different high school. Well, Nebraska, K through six is elementary. Mm -hmm. So I got demoted, first of all. (laughs) I got demoted.
3: You were in middle school and then you went back to elementary. Guess what? Yeah.
2: And then you go out to this, this, what was just the junior senior high school at this point, like all the elementary schools from all the little surrounding towns consolidated into a junior senior high building. So seven Mm -hmm. through 12 was in the same building. I had a graduating class of like 44 people.
0: Yeah, um, that was me too. Yeah,
2: yeah. Well, you feel my pain. <laughs> yeah,
0: we were K through twelve on one campus. Oh, same.
2: Oh, <laughs> yeah. See now, now that's what that is. When I was a yeah. senior, they had done that because all the buildings in the little towns were so. I tried to find the history on like the town I was in. Mm-hmm. I couldn't find it, but that's an old, old building. Like, yeah. Case in point, it had. It was a two-level building mm-hmm. that had stairs. Now, if I wanted to get to the gym, obviously, I cannot take stairs. I had to yeah. go outside, through the uh, like the shop, the garage that they had, and then, you know, into the upper part of the building. Oh. There was no elevator. Which also made tornado drills very contradictory. Oh, my God. I had oh. to do the same thing. And I was like, bruh, if I have to go outside, I'm going to die. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: that's <laughs> awful.
2: <laughs> like, I'm going to die. So, Just let me no be way. here. It's safer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it wasn't talked about growing up, and especially in that town church on every corner. So, I had to play the part very well, except for when we had Spirit Week and we had Gender Bender Day. Mm-hmm. That was the only time my stepmom and my biological father were okay with me dressing as a guy.
1: Yeah. Wow. And hey, school spirit. Other
2: than, <laughs> yeah. Other than that, I had to, you know, protect myself from physical abuse and any other abuse um, that I did face a lot of. Um, So I wanted to avoid it. Christmas break, at this time I was in college in Nebraska, freshman in college. Christmas break, my aunt, who is my bio dad's sister, came up and got me to bring me back here to Junction. Mm -hmm. I was just going to stay for break. And, you know, at that time, uh, my grandmother on my mother's side that I was really, really close to, was um dying because mm-hmm. of ovarian cancer. And so I got here, I I think she held on for me to get back home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is junction is where I was born and like this is home. This is where I was raised. And so, mm-hmm. you know, like if I was just gonna stay for break and then my aunt convinced me, why not stay here? You know, they can go get your power chair and all your stuff mm-hmm. from the college and my brother's house, which this is her talking, so that would be my biological dad. Mm-hmm. um you know, stay here, start over." So I was like, "All right, you know, and I didn't know how much time my grandma had left, and turns out, I had gotten back here. December 18th of 2014, Mm -hmm. my grandma passed January 12th of 2015. Mm -hmm. So that was really hard for me. And I still wasn't out. I still hadn't learned about drag until I started going to CMU. And I started being friends with one of the RAs who still one of my best friends. And he was the leader of the GSA here at the college. And he invited me to go. And one of the local drag queens came with a comedian. And that's how it all started for me, going to, like, drag karaoke. And Mm -hmm. then watching my first official drag show a couple months later. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, it... It took a while. So that was like 2015. That all happened in 2015, like right Mm -hmm. after my grandma passed. And so then I, you know, 2015 goes by, 2016 starts. Middle of there, summer of there, I meet my now ex-spouse. Thank God, ex-spouse. That was... (laughs) yeah I mean they helped me they were who helped me at that point realize yeah there's something different about me something doesn't yeah. match mm-hmm. you know so I'm grateful for that part but everything else no um, yeah keep well, the
3: good know, pieces yeah. yeah some it's a whole thing some people come into your life for yeah. a season some come for a reason <laughs> yeah exactly well,
2: and that that was the thing of it is you know after, because my ex-spouse has a record. And mm-hmm. so that, you know, they helped me realize who I was. But it wasn't until after I did my very first performance, about two months after meeting my ex-spouse and starting to date them. Mm-hmm. Um, it actually, it was hard for me because, you know, I'm, I stick out just from being differently able, right. i can't hide the wheelchair i can't hi- you know mm-hmm. uh-huh. that's not something that can be hidden i've had to deal with that all my life and i face a lot of you know discrimination and weird looks or whatever but one of my fellow drag queens who is younger than me i think they actually live in florida now they used to live here Mm -hmm. We were hanging out one day, and I decided to just do a random impromptu performance, whatever, in my living room. (laughs) And after that, they looked at me and they said, "Why aren't you performing?" Yeah, this is this is the curse
0: of being with a drag queen. Is like they see you're just like helping, you know, (laughs) whatever, and they're like, "Okay, but like now
1: you, now you do,
2: yeah, (laughs) now you." Well, and I, I had wanted to and I, I couldn't get my way in. So I was getting frustrated because my friend was like, "Uh, you're better than most of the performers in this town. Not going to lie from what I just saw. And I was like, oh, my God. So, you know, then I go with my ex-spouse and another friend of mine who happened to be a caretaker for me at the time. We go to the college because I live close to the college. And we you because it's summer or something, like campus is pretty quiet. We go into one of the recital halls and I get up on the stage and I do a lip sync impromptu performance to oh uh, what, what it's a Robin song. Which one is it? Oh Call
1: Your Girlfriend. It's the,
2: no, it's Dancing the on one that DW yes. I was like d w v carried. Song. Mm -hmm. so um yeah with the dancing on my own so i was up there you know doing an impromptu performance posted it on facebook and then boom finally got my first in Mm -hmm. to perform and at that point because i wasn't out they considered me a bio queen Mm -hmm. cool whatever like (laughs) like two months later i kid you not well not even two full months Like, a month and a half later, I publicly finally came out. Well, I thought it was because of that that I was shoved out of the community for three years. But it turns out it was my ex Mm. that I was married to because of their charges and their record. I was excommunicated, like, pushed away for three years because I wouldn't leave my ex. And... I thought it was, you know, you know, things were said by people and oh yeah, me me included and it just all became, it kind of became a big mess. Mm-hmm. So then I started leaving my ex and coming over to where I live now with my, my best friend. And he started, you know, because he was working another job at that point. So I had to go back and forth between here and where I was living. And that was hell for me. Yeah. Because when I'd go back to the other place, I would just sleep because I wanted to avoid my ex. Yeah. I would just sleep until my friend came and picked me up. Yeah. Well, I've been there. <laughs> he decided all right, I want to let you start living your life again i want to take you out to a drag show and i was like oh god what if everybody hates me i haven't spoken to 99 percent of these people in three years you know da, 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 da. well the one i call dad okay mm-hmm. was it was a um, biological dad
1: javier, javier. javier? Mm-hmm. yeah
2: javi yep javi so if i say dad that's who i'm mm-hmm. talking about mm-hmm. um because he's been a strong father figure ever since I've known him since 2015. so um, We were really close, and, you know, I hadn't talked to him for three years. Well, that means we hadn't seen each other. We started transition the same year, I found out. that it. Mm, wow. Uh, we hadn't seen each other in three years. And so I was panicking and nervous. And, you know, JT, my friend slash caregiver, uh, he's like, it's going to be okay. Just, you know, let them come to you, whatever. The minute dad sees me and the minute he can, he dropped whatever he had in his hands, whatever he was doing, comes running to me. And we both start just like hugging and crying. Uh-huh. That's the first time he'd seen me or heard my voice or anything mm-hmm. since transition started. And same for me with him. And That was a very emotional night. So then I, like, you know, a couple weeks go by and I'm invited to do a show by the Junction crew here. Uh-huh. And dad wants me to do a show in Delta. Well, with scheduling, you know, things kept getting moved around. I had my first show, two shows back were back-to-back dates, And I could do it as myself. Well, I, you know, I'm, I was still, and I kind of still am, but I was still finding myself because when I started transition, I was like, oh, I have to do away with all... You know, femininity, right? You know, to be seen as a dude. Like, yeah, we ex- force right. ourselves you
0: into know. our own gender norms, even though yeah. we um, fight against them subconsciously. Yeah.
2: And then my yeah. ex, you know, was like, no, it's okay to be feminine. Da-da-da-da. And so it went the other way. So it went from hyper masculinity mm. to hyper femininity. And mm. then when I moved out, I was still you know i'm like i don't know where i fit like i i don't feel completely comfortable i want to express yeah. myself but i'm afraid to because guys you know whatever and so you know bouncing back and forth between the hypers and then feeling right. like i
1: mm-hmm.
2: in the middle where i don't know mm-hmm. and so it's taken until this opportunity of this show um, that came up, which funny enough was because of dad. Really? That um, I believe, I don't know which one, maybe both, Ashley or Ann from the casting team Mm -hmm. um, had contacted dad. Mm
1: -hmm. Next
2: thing I know, He just texts me. He's like, hey, what you doing? I'm like, nothing. Like, what's up? He's like, call me. And I'm like, oh, boy. (laughs) I'm like, you already a couple months ago, because he is the founder and owner of Delta Pride, because he lives in Clifton, but we call all of it Junction, because we have all these little... You know, like Clifton, Orchard, Mesa, Fruitvale. Everybody yeah. just smushes it together and calls it I mean, they're great
0: names,
3: though. I'll <laughs> give it yeah. that. But yeah, yeah, that definitely happens, I <laughs> feel like, with small town yeah. kind of areas. You kind of all So it's collect. just
2: Junction. But
3: like,
2: <laughs> yeah. So he's from Delta, but he lives here. He goes, hey, um, I have an idea I want to run past. Um, because he also has a disabled granddaughter, so mm-hmm. who has mm-hmm. my same condition. Wow. Um, so it's really close to his heart and he goes, I want to start a section of Delta Pride called Don't Dis My Ability. Mm-hmm. Now what mm. that is and it's clever because Mm -hmm. disability (laughs) but it's broken up yeah Yeah. like don't hate on the different ability that i have
1: yeah
2: so you know he's like i want you to be the head of this i'm like huh like okay okay
0: (laughs) what are you telling me i have to do yeah (laughs) (laughs)
2: like you know like oh my god because i had you know, just finished the comeback before everything, you know, shut down because COVID. So when he calls me this time, because he didn't tell me, when he calls me this time, I'm sitting here thinking, now what?
3: (laughs) Yeah, now what am I in charge of? Yeah.
2: (laughs) Now what? And he tells me and I was like, Oh my God! Like I couldn't speak, like yeah. words, and so going through the whole process, like waiting to do the casting interviews and that. I I, and to this day, I still can't believe that it happened to someone like me. Like yeah. I struggle a lot with self worth. Yeah. Because growing up. With my father, um he was real tough on me, and mm. because I was different, my other siblings i you know don't have a disability,
1: right. they don't mm. have
2: a handicap um so I was treated way differently, and you know, I'm sure now he kind of regrets what he said, but he would always tell me. You're never gonna amount to anything. You're just gonna end up in a rest home. You're Mm. you know, this, that, this, that. And so like going through even just the casting process, I sit there after the interview and I'd be like, Am I am I dreaming somebody, (laughs) you know, messing with me? Like Yeah. Why me? How is this happening to me?
3: yeah. Yeah. But you know, I mean, the, the perfect people and what makes you perfect to be on this show and to represent is like the people that have had to go through it the hardest are yeah. always going to be the best representatives. And so growing up in a very small community where there wasn't you know like you said growing up, growing up in school there wasn't an elevator nobody was making special accommodations for you
0: yeah let alone just for like the obvious reasons right let alone for everything else that you've gone through as well
3: so yeah. the fact that you're here and you're you know involved in your community and and everything it just I mean, you're, you're the perfect choice.
0: Yeah. Even we talked to the, uh, creators, Johnny and Steven, right. Mm -hmm. And like, they just raved about you. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you know (laughs) this, but they love you.
2: Before, before this whole thing that's happening right now, (laughs) I was actually listening to that particular podcast. (laughs) And I'm like, I'm like sitting listening and like, Toward the end of it, when they're talking about the finale and they're saying like something, and I'm just sitting there, I'm like, "They're not name dropping, but I feel like that's yeah." (laughs) I feel like Uh that is uh, me. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. It's It's, oh my god.
0: We get to play a fun game where we've seen a lot more than other people, and we try not to do spoilers of things, (laughs) but.
2: (laughs) I. You know, you know, I just assumed, because I was like, for one, the biggest thing to me that clicked in my head, I don't know which one of them said it offhand, Mm -hmm. but they said, you know, wait till you see the finale. We've never had anyone like this before. Mm -hmm. Like. They are such an amazing, special person. I was like, "Hold up, hold up, wait a minute, wait a minute," because here's the other fun thing. Um, after you know filming wrapped, we all went to an after party. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was talking with Stephen and John. Mm-hmm. Um, Stephen proceeded to I. Because I told him my birthday was going to come up, you know, in a couple months. And so he asked me when it was. And I told him. And he goes, you share the same birthday as my daughter. The mm. exact same birthday. I am a few hours older. <laughs> um, but
1: I love that.
2: that. That was just a thing. And I was like, oh, my God. But let me, like. It's so hard for me not to talk about like a lot of these things right now <laughs> because yeah. you know people have not seen this.
0: Yeah, you but, haven't seen it um, yet uh, either. Is what I, you were telling us before. So,
2: <laughs> you know, but I mean, going through this this whole experience, everything mm-hmm. was amazing. There were a lot of emotional moments. My biological mother, uh, mm-hmm. you know, she's still. I feel like coming to terms mm-hmm. with me being me because she's one of those it's, it's taking her a minute. Like she was like I was getting ready for the first drag show that she ever came and saw, which was when I came back.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um and when I perform I I am a huge MCR fan of sweet No.
0: Um My Chemical Romance, for those who don't (laughs) know. Yes,
2: for those who don't know. And so I embrace, you know, Gerard fully. Like, that's my Mm
1: -hmm. aesthetic.
2: Like, I can relate with him. I can, Mm -hmm. you know. And so, you know, I had everything done but my makeup for that. And I get out of the car and, you know, my mom's waiting right there because she's going to help take stuff in or whatever. Mm Mm-hmm. And I go, I'm not ready yet. I still got to put makeup on And She looks at me. But you're a guy. And I was like, two words, Gerard way. And pulled mm-hmm. up a Revenge Era <laughs> Gerard picture. And yeah. turned my phone and showed her the picture. And she's mm-hmm. like, oh, okay. Okay. And so, like, being able to do this, you know, do drag, period, for me. It's intimidating sometimes because everybody else can walk around in the crowd and do death drops and flips and Mm -hmm. this, that, and the other such. Yeah. Whereas I cannot. And there have been times where I've had to talk to the MC before my second number and have them like make a comment to the audience. Like, Hey, don't be scared to go up and interact with him his tip thing is right here so yeah
0: please give me like, money
2: yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> you know? don't be scared because yeah. my first number one day that happened um i only got like a dollar and i was like hmm. <laughs> Sad.
3: yeah because sometimes like, people are scared to come up to the stage yeah the, yeah yeah totally. well but
2: it wasn't the normal crowd either so yeah. but the MC had my back she was wonderful and I was like thank god but like doing this it's still kind of scary for me but like the being on the show it opened up a lot of things for me Mm-hmm. Realizing that <laughs> the best way I can explain it is how Bob said like the look we were going for with me. Mm-hmm. Um androgynous fuckery. Yeah. Yes. I love that. And I realized, you know, I knew that I'm a I'm a femme boy. That's, that's mm-hmm. me, that's a thing. I've realized that I don't need to worry about like especially after the show yeah i get weird looks anyway from being in a chair
1: mm-hmm.
2: like whatever i'm gonna do what makes me feel comfortable whether that's wearing makeup or you know bright hair colors or i mm-hmm. don't know like i'm just gonna do it and yeah embrace it like yeah, it I, it was an emotional journey, and especially um, I don't know, and I'm not going to give things away yeah. uh, for people who haven't seen it yet. But we weren't sure if my biological mom was going to want to be involved because sure. you know camera da da da. da mm-hmm. She ended up being involved, and mm-hmm. that day of filming. First of all, that was a long day, but it was totally worth it. Um, It was like three different filming times. Yeah. Three different scenes in one day. Um, And that's when I found out the first uh, time of shooting is when I found out what song I was doing. Yeah. And of course, you know, we had to educate Bob Mm -hmm. because Bob was not familiar with... I can see that (laughs) yeah and of course you have Domino who is the designer
1: Mm -hmm. on
2: Bob's team and then you have Layla who is on makeup on Mm -hmm. Bob's team they both know they are fellow emos
0: (laughs) yeah they're like we got this you know don't
2: worry about it we were all educating Bob and just having a (laughs) moment when I found out what my song was gonna be and I ended up wearing I have a black parade shirt that I bought Mm -hmm. I ended Mm -hmm. up wearing that one day because uh, one of the producers behind the scenes shout out Alex love you um, he also loves my chemical romance and I Mm -hmm. told him I said I have a shirt and I'm gonna wear it one of these days Yeah, and so I wore it that day yeah Um, and they're like did you know i was like no no i had no idea you know i'm not gonna lie i (laughs)
0: thought i was like oh he already knows that's like
2: (laughs) that's too convenient no no, i didn't but like it was like this whole thing so we you know the glam squad and i had moments and like Mm -hmm. it was it was a whole thing and you know um I I believe in making an accessible world for people not mm-hmm. just physical disabilities but also, you know, deaf awareness or hard of hearing. Mm-hmm. Um I am neither of which, but I grew up, you know, in dance class with all kinds of different people and there was a girl born without ears. So she mm-hmm. used sign. So, you know, I started learning sign and then stepped away from it until I got back in drag again. And I started learning sign again because one of my fellow um members of our drag family signs while he performs an inflammation. Yeah. Um, so he's he's helping me, you know, get better and better at the sign. And I was like, I looked at Bob, I'm like I know a little bit of sign. How would you feel about incorporating that into the choreography? Mm-hmm. They were down.
1: Mm-hmm. And
2: then I met the choreographer that day. Mm-hmm. Marvin, I miss everyone so much. God. <laughs> 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 but like, you know, I ran through the choreography. I made my ride that was taking me weight. Because Mm -hmm. I wanted to meet Marvin, for one, and I wanted to show him, you know, what all elements of the choreography we had. And so after we finished that, Marvin looks at me and he goes, for one, that was phenomenal. I won't need to change much. For two, I was thinking of putting Sign in there anyways,
1: because Mm -hmm.
2: he is fluent in ASL. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh my god, I had never <laughs> met this man, never spoken to him before, and we had the same. Yeah.
0: It just happened. feels like a whole episode, like a whole experience of you have like freaky coincidences. Yeah, I mean, you have
3: so,
2: the Hottier
0: same
3: year and his, yeah, daughter, yeah. granddaughter, granddaughter, and Johnny and his daughter's birthday, mm-hmm. and then Marvin mm-hmm. knowing ASL, the
0: shirt,
2: and yeah, <laughs> and then. Fast forward to the day that we're getting ready for the big show. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: So I'm in makeup. My makeup artist um, was not Layla because she fell ill. So they, I found out the day before they called in another one. Mm -hmm. They were amazing. Nico. I love them so much. (laughs) And, you know, That whole experience, for one, that was nice, not having to struggle and try to do makeup myself.
0: Oh, yeah. Can you imagine? I'm, like, that's the best. Like, just
2: just do it. (laughs) Like, I can, you know, the makeup that I have on now, I did by myself, but Mm -hmm. hell if I can replicate what they did. Uh -uh. (laughs) Uh-uh. Like, (laughs) my hands are too shaky for that. And so, you know, that was nice but you know Bob's sitting there with me and then keeps looking at me and just gives me like a smile and is like I gotta go call a friend and I'm sitting there like thinking just like (laughs) in my head I'm like what could be going on because they did that you know two or three times and you know JT didn't have to be in makeup so he was just Uh kind of roaming around and he told me he was like well um when I see Bob, like, off in one of the other rooms, Bob would just give me this, like, smile. And so JT <laughs> thought, he yeah. thought that they something. were on their phone with their partner and we're thinking, what, what, what? So fast forward to makeups all done, like, full face is on. And I'm in, like, my pants and part of my costume. Mm-hmm. And I'm watching, you know, the rehearsal video of choreography just to make sure that my nerves are starting to get to me. <laughs> mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And I, I just, I want to do this right. The, I mean, I've performed this song before. If you look at my YouTube channel,
1: mm-hmm. I have
2: performed it before, but nothing like this. Um, and so I'm sitting watching the choreography and Bob comes up to me, what you watching? You know, when I explain, I'm watching choreography um, just to make sure I have it. Mm -hmm. And they go, I have something better. Well, they put the phone in front of me, right? And like it all happens faster than this is going to sound. But I'm like (laughs) sitting there staring at the thumbnail before they hit the play button. Okay. Staring Uh at the thumbnail like, no way, this can't be who it is. This can't be who it is. (laughs) I was like, flipping out and like going uh-huh. through all this whole video and like watching it and i'm like oh my god Mhm. bob's like you want to watch it again i'm like
1: <laughs> also can like, you send it
0: to like, me and like yeah i know he, like, print, send it like to me put and it on a vhs all dvd night. all of it i need it all Yeah, <laughs> like
2: right so i watched it again and then this second time like I didn't know dad was recording my reaction as well. Um, so now I have that. and Now I see what that looks like. Um, but it was so hard for me not to like cry. Because yeah. I was in full face. That's yeah, what was, they I was about to say.
3: Why did, he, why did they show it to you right after makeup?
2: I know. <laughs> like before. I know you know,
0: I feel like all these like... queens should know better, honestly.
2: <laughs> Layla knew about it and warned Nico. Hey, be on standby because he's gonna lose his shit, and you're gonna mm-hmm. somehow somehow it took everything I had, but somehow I didn't. But I was like screaming.
0: No, I could tell. I, could I was.
2: And like, I could tell you were ah. like my makeup, but like, <laughs> oh no! <laughs> but like, ah. and so I I just remember Eureka coming in, and just like, what happened? What happened? What happened? <laughs> and all I could do was look at her and scream. And Bob had to translate <laughs> what my screaming was. And so I'm just sitting there. And they, I woke up the next morning. Uh, one of the producers had sent me the video. So I watch it every morning before I get up. Every night before I go to bed. Every <laughs> time before a show. So I'm like, yeah. he knows I exist. Yes. What the heck? And I... I felt like a dummy, you know, when Steven looked to me and goes, what's your response? And I knew he was recording and I'm just like, uh, 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 like it took a minute and I didn't even mention everything that was going through my brain because shock. Yes. I was supposed to see them Yeah. in 2020, mm. uh, covid and then they were supposed to do it this year and then they didn't feel safe so they rescheduled and then Frank broke his hand and sprained one wrist falling off a ladder and I'm just like no
3: (laughs)
1: everybody just stay in a
2: bubble universe (laughs) can
0: you get it
3: together so I can go see my favorite (laughs) band
2: (laughs) yeah for the first time ever like
1: Uh, uh, yeah
2: like I don't know but then just you know Obviously, my biological mom knew I was on the show. My mm-hmm. chosen mother, who we JT and I live with, um, here it's her house. You know, they knew I was going to be on the show. They yeah. knew nothing about costumes or anything like that. You know, and so the people who saw me in costume and full costume until I went out on stage were backstage next thing I know I'm sitting back there like I'm really antsy because I'm just processing the fact that that video happened
0: there's a lot and, happening in this moment
1: yeah.
2: yeah and like I'm like oh my god he's gonna see this like exclusively right away before anybody oh my god oh my god oh my god oh you
0: know and you know they're gonna watch this episode too as it comes out
2: oh yeah and so i'm sitting there and you know domino's asking you okay everybody's asking me you okay i'm like yes and no like ah this is i'm standing standing behind Mm -hmm. the curtain we know I can't stand, but I'm not going to adapt language unless I feel necessary. Of course. Um, you so I'm standing behind the curtain and waiting and waiting. And it seems like forever. And then you hear that opening note. And before I'm even out there, people start screaming. So you know it co- called all the emos out. Like, yeah. Like, oh,
3: yeah. I mean, yeah, you that know? is an iconic like, like opening of a
0: song. Yeah.
2: I know and that song just turned that album just turned 15 like last month wow. and I was like oh
0: sings really hard what, like that
2: what is <laughs> all this like I'm hearing the song everywhere now mm-hmm. and it's like this is something I will never ever 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 forget like this whole experience has yeah Allowed me to, you know, go forward. And, you know, I have, he's a best friend that's long distance. uh We actually dated for a while. Mm-hmm. uh And I kept him up to date on all that was going on. Yeah. And funny enough, I have to mention this because I mentioned it to him yesterday. When I found out, uh, you know, that you guys wanted me to do this and I found out what your names were, I had to laugh so hard because my best friend that's long distance, his name is Tyler Andy. And I was uh, like no way. Ha, 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 another coincidence. Coincidence. Yeah,
3: I think you're just like you're a coincidence magnet. Yeah. Like if <laughs> that's I a thing.
2: That's, that's what he said last night. He's like Oh my
3: God. Oh
2: really? And I was like, he's like shout me out so Tyler, you better listen to this. I'll send <laughs> you the thing when it comes out.
1: Yes. <laughs> yes.
2: But like it was a thing and I'm just and he's like, I'm so proud of you. Like he doesn't do drag himself. Like that's not his thing, but mm-hmm. he's very, very supportive. We have yeah. you know, he he lives like five thousand miles away. Mm-hmm. So we haven't actually gotten to meet up. But we've done video chats and, you know. Well, and now he gets
0: to watch you on HBO.
2: I know. (laughs) I know. I'm going to have to remind him because that is a week away. Yes. I'm just like, how is this all happening?
0: Well, it's happening. It is happening. happening. How?
2: Why? Why me? What What did (laughs) I do to deserve this? Like,
0: (laughs) well, being you absolutely well as as you said it does come out like next week uh it will be on hbo max uh november 29th, uh, november 29th if i yes. am correct yes um we yes, are also november hosting 29th. we are also hosting here um a little uh, uh a watch party we'll watch party will um so we'll all be watching with a lot of people so oh, yes. we're very excited and now we can say we talked to you yeah. but dustin yes. i just wanted to say thank you so much this was an absolute pleasure um and we are so happy to have you on here
3: yeah
2: thank and you is there again, anywhere
3: um anything that you want to plug where people can find you like you on mentioned the a youtube channel earlier um,
2: yes okay so um i have tiktok um mm-hmm. which before i preface this you know i right now because i don't Legally, I have to have my ex's name, but I don't like that. So on social medias, I've changed it. So on my social medias, you can find me on TikTok at Dustin James Rotolo, R-O-T-O-L-O. My YouTube would be under Dustin Rotolo. Um, And then my facebook i also have a drag page for that um which is dustin van dyke yeah so you know find me on social media if there are any questions concerns or i want to also mention other people you know even if they don't have the different abilities that are noticeable like myself Mm -hmm. if you're a perfectly you know, whatever, able bodied person. And you're just scared to, you know, venture out into this world of drag and such. Uh you know, I'm I'm an open book. Talk to me, find me on social media. Um I'll help you out as much as I can. Just go for it because Yeah. I never knew what would happen.
1: I'll be honest, everyone should
0: do sixteen Everyone should do drag once, at least. <laughs> I've done it a few times. I, I was very fierce. It was amazing. And I fell, I w- I but you know what? <laughs> well, Dustin, we don't want to keep any more of your time. So we will let you go again. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, this episode, the finale, comes out November 29th on HBO. Everywhere that HBO B. So check it <laughs> out. And for now, we'll say fare thee well.
2: Bye-bye. Sounds good. Bye.
0: (laughs) Bye. Bye, Dustin. This has been a Homos Modern Life production. Thanks for listening. If you want more, check out our sister show, HML Political Hookup, at HML Political Hookup on Instagram.
3: If you want to see what we're up to, you can visit our website, homosmodernlife.com. And if you want to get in touch, you can reach out to us at homosmodernlife at gmail.com.
0: And don't forget, you can cover your body with our merch at HML Shop on Instagram.
3: If you're feeling generous, you can send us a cash tip on Venmo at Homo's Modern Life.
0: Or send us a cash tip on Cash App, dollar sign Homo's Modern Life. Fare thee well.